Hey, and welcome back to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. We're back to Wednesdays. I think Wednesday is just what's going to end up working best for me and hopefully best for you to listen to. But we'll be back to Wednesdays every single week from now on. And uh, in this week's episode, this was actually the first one I ever recorded. It was at my house at nine o'clock at night. I think we finished at like 11 or something. It was absolutely fucking wild, but... I literally couldn't have thought of a better person to record the first episode with to just test everything out than today's guest. And today's guest is one of the best friends I've made through playing music, and it is Wade Felsch from Virtues. Go check his band out, Virtues. Everywhere that you consume music, they are fucking sick. They're a great band. With all that being said, it's Wednesday and you know what that means. Hey, young dude. Good. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking shit for ages. We have. Um, but it's sick. It's good to see you again. Hey, you too, man. It's, yeah. been, it's been too long. It has been. Like, almost a year. Over a year. It's been, yeah, it's been definitely yeah. over a year. The last time was, I was at the Cat Cafe, uh, dropping off something for Eden to Katie. Yeah, and you were, I think about around that time, you guys were talking about the move yeah. coming up. Yeah. Yeah, and then we moved, and it's fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you guys need to get the fuck away from there, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's good now. It's fucking tough as. Man, down to Kabulcha. The cabo. Cabro. Yeah. I actually enjoy driving out here, bro. Even though it took me like it's an hour and a half. It's but... not bad. Going from here to Bowen Hills is like 40 minutes, so yeah. it's like a nice little, just a little drive away. <laughs> get out of the house for a little bit. It's fucking sick. Yeah, I'm glad not to be home tonight. <laughs> sick. Everyone always wants something from me there, you know? You're like, yeah. Not now, not there. No, can't no, get nothing. It. Can't get shit. Yeah. Sick. So this is the first episode, and I could not think of anybody better to do it. With. Oh, thanks, <laughs> man. You're a solid dude. Thank and you. From playing in Divide the entire time, you're probably the most genuine person I met coming out of that. Thanks, man. Which is great. Same to you, honestly. Oh, I'm glad you think so. Because <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Keep the dream alive. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So cool. We're gonna talk about music for a little bit. Hundred percent, man. It's gonna be sick. First, we'll get into what got what band got you into heavy music. Fuck, all the way, a long time ago. I actually do not know. I, to be honest, I I wanted to be a singer. Okay, right, sick. And that's never been able to be a thing for me. Yeah. I mean, you can do it in the car, man. That's fine. Yeah, or well, you know, the shower or whatever. Hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> and um, that was before my balls dropped. Yeah. Um, so I think it's the used, actually. Fuck, man. That's just changed this entire game. Has it? It has. Tell me what. I fucking love the used. Dude, I love the used so too. So much. Man. They're my favorite fucking band of all time. <laughs> you actually fucking with me No, right I'm 100% serious. And they had the first <laughs> band that got me into heavier Same. music. Same. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> so sick. The first track that I ever screamed to mm. was Choke Me. At okay. the end of Pieces Mended. Yeah. And I printed the lyrics out. You know, it says, Bert, fuck me, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> and so I came good. out of my room and I went to school or something. Came in and my dad was like, uh, do you want to come out the back? And I'm like, oh, no. what, what, what's up? And he's like, do you uh, want to explain this? And my uncle was there. Yeah. Made a trip down <laughs> oh, from his house. No. Mum's sitting there. Fuck. And I was like, I know what it, I don't know what this seems like to you, but yeah. I mean, I'm not 
gay. This is just cool. He's like, who's who's Bert? <laughs> I'm like, Bert's the singer in a band. He's like, what what band? Fuck, yeah, <laughs> no man, I literally had the same thing. I was like trying to flex on my dad about the use at one point. I was like, they're so sick. The singer has like painted nails, and he's just like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. <laughs> And this is like 2005. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, this is so cool. Yeah, like, this is rad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was everything that I wanted to be. Yeah. So. I was the only emo in my entire um, town, but I wasn't like sad. No. I just dressed like Yeah, one. yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Just the happiest emo I was getting around. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had an afro and like skinny jeans. I actually love that. <laughs> I, I connect with that on a spiritual level, yeah. bro. <laughs> I, was, I was doing the attack attack thing. <laughs> the Avengers of the Crab Corps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. dope. Oh, fuck yeah. That's so sick. The used and so fucking rad. What's your favorite song? Uh, oh, it changes, like, all the time. But um, probably On The Cross mm-hmm. from the Artwork album. Solid track, solid yeah. track. If I would have to say one, I'd have to say for nostalgia reasons and just for many, many nights on the piss with boys that I grew up with, Taste of Ink. Yep, that's a classic. Everyone always sings it. Yeah, even the Veronicas sing it. I know. Yeah. (laughs) So sick. So sick. Fuck yeah, that changed everything. I was not expecting the used at all because of how you scream. I know, people always say that. that's fucking crazy, man. Then again, people meet me and they're like, you know, I thought you were just going to be a a cunt. I'm like, well, get to know me. I've I've never thought that. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, point, mate. That's so fucking crazy. I did not think this would go like this with the used straight up. That's dope, man. That's fucking so people sick. Have, most people have long forgotten about that. Yeah, and I, every time we're in the car and it comes on, I'm just like, oh, this is so yeah, good. Man, it it's always so hits good. hard yeah, the same always, as it always has. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's like something off the first album or like even their new album, yeah. which is so good. Well, I mean, they're big for a reason. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Yeah, and they've never... I don't think they've ever let me down. Like, you know, Parkway Drive have let me down. Mm. But yeah. the use is kind of like... It's consistent. And the, the changes that they've made, it's like... That makes sense. The only one I didn't get behind was the Canyon. Yeah, the Canyon was a bit weird. He went a bit... It was a bit, like, too... Like, far from where they're at. But I do like that he did raw vocals. Yeah. There was no auto tune or editing. Uh, really I nice. think that was around the time where a lot of people were saying that he could, he just didn't have the chops anymore. Yeah, because there was a, a I think he probably was hitting the source a bit hard. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's dope, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. I'm so chuffed about that. People always rip on me. I'm like, hey, <laughs> no, I man, the used to so sick. I froth them. Like Jeff is probably my favorite bass player of all time. Dude, he's so skids. That band doesn't give a fuck. At never. Yeah. At any point. And he, doesn't Bert live in Sydney? Uh, Sydney or the Gold Coast and he's he's not married to anyone famous or anything I don't think he's like a model or something oh yeah well, that makes yeah. sense yeah and he's yeah. just living out here because he doesn't want his kids to be dumb Americans which is pretty fucking <laughs> rad <laughs> I mean the truth is Detroit yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie about it cool The Used is fucking sick that's so sick and do you remember the first song that you heard from The Used that made you like them Maybe Memories oh the first Ooh, album yeah, yeah, fuck. Oh man, I just remember. I, I don't think I've heard something that aggressive mm. at that point. I, I hadn't even heard Slipknot at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know, it was the progression after you that. Go deep, like digging deeper after oh, that. Oh, dude, hundred yeah, percent. And yeah. like, yeah, like Iowa and things like that. And then, you know, yeah, it just goes of, to like a completely different level. Once you discover Slipknot, I think as a kid, <laughs> it just goes off the rails. It's just like. It, the aggression man back when they were literally like you know homeless and yeah alcoholics and stuff and yeah. actually had problems instead yeah. of you know Not pockets really. full of lots of money yeah but yeah they're right yeah <laughs> that's so sick 
I'm shook as fuck now. <laughs> That's like fully rattled me. I was not expecting to use at all. So does it rattle you because of the vocals I do? No, because like I just didn't expect like this conversation to be like the used is now a topic. Like I fucking love. I'll talk about them any day of the week. I've got like one of their DVDs in there that I think is somebody else's. Is it Birth? Uh, no, it's the Maybe Memories EP. Oh, dude, it's a good, that's a banger. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with like the John Feldman interviews oh, and dude. stuff. Fuck, it's so good. And I think the craziest thing about the use for me, especially back in the day, was is like, man, Bert was just such a loose unit. Yeah. But because the band was so fucking good, like, people were just like, yeah, man. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. he had that stint where all he did was make out with people. Yeah, like Gerard Way and shit. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Or that, 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 there's that one where he did guest vocals for Linkin Park yeah. and he comes back to the hotel and between Linkin Park and the hotel, which was like a 40-minute drive, he was just fucking out of his mind, like pissed or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he didn't leave the, didn't let the concierge guy leave until oh. we gave him a kiss. <laughs> Fuck. And I think it was Jeff, he was like, bro, that's like, that's illegal man yeah. he's like yeah, he's not fucking leaving until I get it man because I love him <laughs> it's just like dude. on trend though that's fucking sick fuck yeah I'm so happy about that I'm happy about that too yeah. <laughs> not that you're forced to kiss out of someone that you like to use as well that's so sick yeah man fuck yeah cool um, and then from those bands you eventually got into playing music and it always start off as vocals uh, yeah, so, so I wanted to be a clean singer. Yeah. Um, just like Bert. Just like Bert. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Um, and I tried to sing and sing and sing. And like, I, I could kind of sing, not many like him, mm. but um, I had that kind of trajectory going uh, until until my balls dropped. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. Um, and by the, by the time the puberty came in and fucked everything up, well, at the point I thought it did, uh, I was doing high-pitched screams, man. I was like just killing it dude it was like um, I used to sing like um, Gregory Owens from Chodos okay and, yeah but way better screams okay <laughs> but heaps shit by, like clean vocals yeah yeah um, and, and yeah my balls dropped and I was just no more Craig Owens no yeah. and it was like a weird couple of years because it was just like damaging and then eventually I started doing the gutturals and that was yeah, yeah. changed the game yeah I hated it Really? <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I hated my vocals. Fuck. I still, at this point, I just think I get the job done. No. I you wouldn't know? say that. Your your vocal is as different to anybody else in Brisbane. I don't think... I appreciate that. I man. don't think anybody screams like you do. I hear people say that, not like... People run up in the street, yeah. does it, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. I guess I'm just a little bit... I try to remove myself from any of that type of... <laughs> It's imposter syndrome thing. Yeah, I hate, hate it, man. It's just yeah. like, yeah, musicians or whatever, you know. It's like that whole, oh, okay, so you're tough because you play breakdowns, do you? Yeah. And it's just like, well, you, you're probably just a fuckwit. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's I do. So sick. Um, and the same can be said for old mate on on that track that oh, you showed me. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm um I'm so stoked that you're still pumping along, oh, man. man. I am not anywhere near done. It, dude, and that's fuck, man. That's yeah. that's. Same same thing I had. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. Um, because one day with the persistence, it's like yeah, I turned thirty yesterday, but yeah, I don't regret anything. Well, in the last two years from doing virtues, you've played shows at like the major venues that are around Brisbane. Yeah, it's been strange with legacy bands, dude. Yeah, 
Like, it's crazy. The fact you just played a show with a version's crown is wild. And then Saviour, which is even more crazy because Saviour's insane. Yeah, it was like, it was a weird couple of months. It really was. It was, you know, we played a show at the back room. Yeah. Which, you know... I, underrated I, one of the best venues in oh Brisbane. my god 100% man. dude I've been venues. waiting for someone to agree with me yeah, and yeah. I guess because we've played there yeah um, dude played there, the sound the, the aircon position yeah. the, the size of the stage dude it's just the it's location great. and then the barrier makes you feel like you're actually playing a, a, a real show dude you feel like a professional yeah. you're and, like I shouldn't be here <laughs> <laughs> you have chosen the yeah. wrong person my friend especially I think the first time we played a show together in Brisbane was the night before T-Pain played the back room no it wasn't a back room gig wasn't it no. was it an after party or no, something because no, no. they had T-Pain signs like everywhere and I was yeah, yeah, chuffed no. no we played that yeah, yeah. we did play the, the one for T-Pain because I remember me and you were literally pissing about yeah. it and I think you and me were like fuck I kind of wish we could be here to see yeah. it and I was like I'm working I can't yeah. remember something like so that so we technically opened for T-Pain no, I, I tell mean, everybody I mean that... I put it on my resume I don't yeah. know about you fuck it's up. just like when we play when Virtues played the um, Schema Fest right okay, it's yeah. like yeah we played with Void of Vision yeah you tell everybody yeah <laughs> they probably didn't know about it didn't. tell everybody as far as they're concerned they didn't even know that they were there playing yeah. themselves <laughs> yeah. I don't know something happened and I left and there was five grand in my pocket went, but went to Brisbane at some point yeah exactly <laughs> why would you yeah um, no our first gig together was uh, the Metro with Serene was it that one actually I think the first one was oh, in Ipswich yep. yeah that one yep. yeah that one Oktoberfest yeah. thing yeah yeah yeah. that was a crazy show dude remember those like Italian dudes coming in and they were pinging off their chops I don't remember that dude, <laughs> yeah. I remember at one point I was like screaming I was like you know like I said I'm a realistic person yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like these people don't like what we're no, doing 100%, they're just no. off their chops yeah and they're like show dude just stumbled on you and BM BTM dude, he, BTM he didn't give a fuck who was there <laughs> They probably didn't pay. They just walked in because I didn't get paid. Oh, I didn't get fucking paid. Yeah, we jumped on that show three hours before it happened. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. it was like some band from the Gold Coast like bailed and then That's right. we got hit up more like at the Ox Hotel. Yeah, having yeah. Having a fee, listening to the boys back in town. We put it on the jukebox on repeat. <laughs> of course. Because the boys were back in town. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we were like, oh, might as well. We've got nothing else on for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, we played that, met you guys. And then we went back to Zach's place and watched Alf Stewart videos till three in the morning. And then I drove back to Boona after that. Sounds like a good night to me, man. It wasn't bad. All I remember is seeing the first time I met Gregson mm. was he was having a durry at the front row, but of he looked course. dazed and confused. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I just like to chat to people and I'm just like, You're right, mate? And he's like, Yeah, we're playing tonight. Yeah, and I'm like, that. You look like this is like a recent development. He's like, Yeah. Yeah, we aren't going out today. And I was like, yeah. sick. Because I feel like he was going to look around going, <laughs> yeah. we're in fucking Ipswich. Yeah, the only show I've ever played Ipswich. And Same. Probably, probably the last one I'll ever play Same. Ipswich. Yeah, there was like 10 people there. But yeah, there was that one point where I looked down and one of these Italian dudes was pouring his beer on the floor. Fuck. And then the other one uh, proceeded to get in the puddle and like roll around and then he was doing this to him like yeah can't fuck yeah I do not remember that and I'm sitting there going I don't want to be the person who they're going everyone's going to look at and go that's what started this yeah you know, yeah no. it's like fucking that. yeah the days bro no man never go back but yeah and I, I remember meeting everyone that night and just being like I think that was uh, the first within the first 10 shows that Uncle Buck had done that was the third show Divided played dude 
Yeah. So rad. That, and I'm not even joking. That was the first time that I met people that I liked. Yeah. Because yeah. so many other people... And that's not me being like, oh, because that band shit or yeah. whatever. It's like there's people a, were just generally assholes at local level, man. Uh, pretending to be nice because you're on a show. With yeah, someone. and I don't do that, Jim. The same old, hey man, great set and a pat on the shoulder. It's just yeah. like... No, don't yeah. do that. Bro. So you were at the back the whole time, not paying attention. Yeah, and also, look, we're all playing the same show, so we don't need to pull punches, but we just played the Globe. Yeah, the New Globe None Theater. None of us are punching above <laughs> our weight here, bruh. The old New Globe Theater. I had yeah. some pretty good fucking times that, there. That was some, there were some fun shows there. Yeah, it was, but like, that venue was just not getting any other good shows. Oh, man, that guy, like, I still reckon that that entire venue had so much potential it like did, I love that venue I really did venue. it was a good venue um, I forget the guy who ran I don't think I've ever spoken to him uh, he spoke to me a couple of times um, no twice and the second time he decided not to oh because I was like I don't really like you man oh because he asked me to help get an industrial size printed down those set of stairs oh, those set of stairs me, man. and I was like no. And that was a load in as well. Oh, down dude. those stairs. Oh, and playing drums, loading in down those fucking stairs. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. And we did it so many times. So shit. Every every BTM show for like a year and yeah. a half was there. They're still going. They're still going. No, I don't think so. Because they used to have their office out of uh, Tall Poppy, and they shut down. Because they weren't paying their taxes or rent. Oh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that uh, Nathan was selling a bunch of stuff, and the guy from Neon was like shook that they shut down. Really? I think so. I think he was surprised. I love that dude. He's a lovely man. He's a great dude. He's yeah. a good dude. He loves a chat. Yeah. And he's got a cool dog. Dude, I love that dog. The dog man. is so sick. Yeah. Doc, and you can't touch him when he's laying down. No, dude. Yeah. I love it. You, you know, it's so good. we did one session there, and it was the first time I ever practiced there. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I love this place. I had good size really rooms. Good. They're great rooms. He puts a lot of time yeah. and money into the place. And genuinely, just a lovely man. Yeah. I, dude, I can't, I, probably like eight times I've like solely been there when he's been there. And he forgets that he's talked to me. Yeah. Tells me the same story about his dog. You know what? Every time I'm, I'm like, so fucking good. give it to me, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Where, where can't pat him? No, I won't pat him there, bro. Oh, yeah. fuck no. Tell me why. It's so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good place. He's a good egg. Yeah. Um, the, the New Globe. It was a great venue. I'm surprised that, because it's been closed for a, a fairly long time. Long time and yeah. even before all this COVID's crap hit, mm. um, I'm still surprised that no one's taking the venue over. It's just yeah. like sitting there. It's like a great spot. It's like right across the road from where the crowbar used to be. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a great venue too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, the, the crowbar treated you like you were an actual band. Dude. No like where you were playing on yeah. what night. It didn't matter what genre. Yeah. They treated you like man. really well, which was great. I've seen some of the dopest Isle of Divide shows there. At Crowbar. They were yeah. my favourite ones to play. And they, were the ones, they were the ones I didn't fuck up at all. Yeah. So that was great. I don't know what it was about that place, man. But it was just like, it was like, yeah, it was the home I of think the it, it was special. Le- it was, legitimately. Yeah, it was definitely special. And you, when you played it, you felt like you were doing something. Yeah. Man. Like you guys played with Dark Cell there. And that Dude. was fucking crazy. Yeah. That show was insane. That was crazy, man. Yeah. That was nuts. And they frothed you guys. I'm talking to Matt afterwards when we were living on the Sunshine Coast and he was like, Virtues are great. I was like, yeah. They were all extremely lovely blokes, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, um, Jesse has kept in contact with me. I, mean, I haven't talked to him 
phone probably for about eight months now, but yeah, you've gone off the grid since then. Dude, do you want to see my phone? <laughs> sure, I upgrade it. You ever heard of Alcatel? No. Oh, I, it's a great I company, don't even mate. Know what that is, man. You know they got your back. Um, <laughs> there you go. Oh yes, a brick phone mm. with the buttons and everything, dude. <laughs> typing oh. messages to people that's hectic like the first week these bad boys were like stiff you're gonna get carpal tunnel uh, well you know <laughs> among other things <laughs> um, but yeah he, he kept in contact with me for ages ever, okay. all the way up until um, uh, all the world turned to shit yeah um, our actual last show was with uh, Jesse when he was doing um, the corn stuff yeah the corn yeah, stuff yeah which is so sick because yeah. corn rip Dude, I fucking... I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. Yeah. Pioneers, they're like a yeah, part 100%. of... hundred percent. They are the history of right. like heavy music. Yeah. And it's, it's funny when you hear people have that type of opinion. You're like, what kind of style of music are you playing? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you know, metalcore or whatever. And you're like, you're literally ripping on the people who paved the way for you, you fuck. Yeah. But um, lovely people. They... Uh, the music's not my cup of tea. It's 100% mine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it's shit. I actually, it's in, I find their music inspiring mm. because if there's one thing I love in life, man, is when people just be themselves. Yeah. Like legitimately. 100%, yeah. You know? And they just have no judgment against others yeah. and they don't take judgment on board. Yeah. It's just like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. They're so sick. Dude, and they, fuck, they can put on a show, those I, guys. I man. saw them uh, last when I watched, I saw Motionless and White. Oh, dude. And it was so sick, both Motionless and White and Dark Cell. Man. But yeah, they played with some fucking big names. They played man. Wednesday Thirteen, and I, I froth that so much because I have a murder dolls tattoo on my leg. Because yeah, I, I love, I haven't heard a name drop on that for <laughs> fucking yonks, bro. Yeah. Now you're making me feel thirty, yeah, it's but I'm so fine. Good. Yeah, I love the murder dolls. There's some lady in Melania that sees me every couple of weeks, and she's like, murder dolls, and <laughs> points at my leg, and I'm just like, don't talk to me, man, because I don't know you, like at all. I don't want to talk to strangers. Just, We're not making a connection, yeah, bro. We're not friends. I am walking. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm just trying to get. <laughs> milk like leave me alone but yeah Murder Doll's fucking sick and Dark Souls played with Wednesday 13 so I'm proper jealous dude yeah I think that was the first time that I ever kind of actually thought about you know how important it is to like I wouldn't say like you know definitely not choreograph crap like Mm. that is that is not what I'm saying but like the energy that they put into it it's just like when you look at it as a whole it's not just music that's no, it's happening it's a theme it's a, it's a yeah it's a like yeah. It's, it's something that's happening yeah and um it's probably the first band that I, I played with until up until I Save You which was nuts but where the crowd genuinely yeah their crowd loves their shit and I was like fuck that's that's yeah. what it is they man. have like such a good yeah. strong following and it's like legitimate like it's like love yeah like I fucking love this band I know all the songs there was people yeah. rocking around with fucking Dark Cell tattoos and yeah. shit and I was like <laughs> yeah. this is fucking sick I have a couple of Dark Cell shirts dude um, they gave me the albums because I bought the shirts and I was like I'm so cool with that yeah man I, uh, I just recently or me and Dan and Millsy we bought um, Jesse's comic okay. Frankenstein what the fuck yeah dude, dude I did the, not know this was a thing that guy is a fucking workhorse I bro need, I need to find it oh dude I'm t- I, <laughs> I don't know if he's still selling them, but you should, I'll, I'll hit him up. Yeah, because that's so sick. But um, yeah, I don't know where we trailed off from because you know if you want to, I talk some shit, yeah. bro. So don't 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 feel bad to turn around and just being like, oh, you did the mouth just. No, nah, it's all good. Fuck yeah, it's been a good time. Yeah, Savior was nuts. They um, I've noticed something from having 
the ability um, to be able to play with those type of bands, which dude, yeah. still rocks me. Yeah. You know? 100%. You know, I remember rocking up to that gig and the green room was actually the hall. Oh. That was the green room for the night. We're See. up on the, the top balcony. Yeah. And I was just like, is this, is this what, you know, is this what it's supposed to be like? I was like, I felt weird. I was like, oh, I don't think I should be here. Because it's usually like uh, back of the bright side yeah. where there's too much gear that you can't yeah, yeah. actually hang out. So you got to hang out outside. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know what I be. We know what yeah, we be, we're man. We're conditioned. Yeah, that's right. Like, 100%. You know, I am a bogan. I know what I be. Okay. <laughs> it's like when I seen fucking um, Parkway Drive at... In Bunbury in Western Australia, and he wasn't oh. wearing thongs for the first time. And I rubbed his head on stage, and I he obviously didn't hear me because he was gone off. But I was like, "You're just like me, bro. You don't need to lie. We know what we are." <laughs> Fuck. Relating the Parkway on a personal level. Well, not now. <laughs> no, no. But uh, back then it was just like, oh yeah, yeah. Just loves getting filthy. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't care that he's not wearing shoes and hasn't like probably showered in three days. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so sick. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been weird actually venue wise. Mm. What What are you feeling like that with the Brisbane scene at the moment? Seems like. Uh, especially with the latest crowbar situation. Yeah, that fucking rattled me. Dude, that it's. <laughs> That whole stretch of, I want to say three months, four months. Between the takeover? Between the takeover and then the kind of like idling and then, mm. you know, when they were like, it's looking like it's not going to do too well. And they just kind of coasted for a bit. And now the Sydney branch yeah. is also, I mean, what do they have to make? It was like 25 grand, 30 yeah. grand, something like that. Yeah, something crazy. You know, like a stupidly small amount of time. Yeah. And Sydney is going the way of Brisbane, like very quickly. Which is fucked because that, it used to be Melbourne and Sydney. 100%. It didn't matter what level band you were, what yeah. you were doing. People were just out. Yeah. And it was like, Brisbane was good and then it just turned to shit like around, probably just before like we both started in Buck and Divide. Dude, I 100% agree, man. It was literally just, we got in at the worst time. We seriously did. And we had to like slave it out in the New Globe and Mount Gravatt PCYC. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> play yeah. all these shitty Lismore shows. Oh, dude. Yeah. And it's like, almost something clear, like I'm never, like I know you're the same, like yeah. I'm not ungrateful. No, yeah. You know? I'll play anywhere yeah, at any time. Like, I don't have to be paid. I don't give a fuck because I'm playing. 100% because that's all it is for me. Like yeah. life is, you know, it's a, you got to come self-aware at some point and yeah. then just strive for what you want to do. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I'm so stoked, man, yeah. that you're still doing it too yeah. because I relate to that. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Um, and we're good at what we do because we have passion for that. But some of those, some of those years, man, like with, with Buck, Mainly seeing it for the, from the outside perspective of the divide. Yeah. Because, and this is not me putting you on a pedestal or blowing window grass here. Yeah. But between the two bands, yeah. I actually gen- genuinely thought, I was like, man, if there's anyone at the local level right now, mm. not Serene, hey, there may have been a point, you know, before. Yeah. All right. But I, I genuinely thought divide was going to get there, man. Well, at least, that. you know, get the opportunity I appreciate that. to it, give it a go. It felt like it was building steam at a rapid rate at one point. I remember sitting in the car park at the fucking Green Slopes Bowls Club when, when we, we played, played with Misfortune. And oh, my God. Out. Dude, it was not. Freaking the fuck out. They rocked up like half an hour before doors. Yeah. They had the drum kit. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? 
I remember going, you're right, Kingsley? And you were just sweating bullets and you were just like, nah. <laughs> I was not into it. I was like, where's the kid, man? <laughs> but I remember sitting in, I think it was Whitey's car, and he showed me the early um, mixes from, I forget his name, Troy. Is it Troy? Uh, yeah, yeah. we went with Troy Brady for yeah. the first one. Yeah, yeah. And I remember hearing that and being like, dude. I think we got them that day. And Zach exactly was driving right. from his place to Green Slopes and we were listening to it on the way there in the car. Man, I remember listening to that and going like, this is legitimately like filth, catchy. Mm. It's thick. Yeah. And you know? We had no plan with that at all. It was kind of just like, well, there's a bunch of songs that are a bunch of different things from when we had a bunch of different people coming through and yeah. it just all stayed and kind of all just worked. Yeah. That, I, I've learned those same lessons as well. Yeah. You know, that whole having to be 20 steps ahead. Yeah. Because, yeah, you get there, you're like... Which we weren't. Man, I'm right there with you, bro. We were not at all, yeah. You know, but I mean, all things happen for a reason. I yeah. kind of feel that I like that a lot, man. I'm glad, yeah. If it wasn't for um, everything that happened in Divide and it going the way that it was to where I am now, like, I wouldn't have the knowledge to know what I'm doing now. Dude. I think I needed that. Yeah. And from a young age, like, 21 was when we played Sydney with uh, Drowning Atlantis. And then... The next day was Central Coast. PCP. PCP Studios Car Park. The only out of Brisbane tour I've ever done. Yeah, it was so fun. I fucking loved it. It was so fun. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. It was just... And you guys only played the one show. Yeah. Yeah, we had that the day before and then the next day in the city and I could not even like remember <laughs> that morning afterwards. I was like, I don't fucking know. All I remember is that you were in one, I don't know if it was a Bunnings brand one. I was, uh, yeah. I still have it. Okay, it's good. at Park Ridge, my Bunnings at Speed Dealer Sunnies. <laughs> and you were just doing this. I was. And you just had a tinny. I was munted. Yeah. I was absolutely munted. <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock and Ben's like, have a drink. And I was like, done, done. <laughs> And uh, we played it two, and I was like, I need to stop drinking. At oh, it was one. so hot, bro. Was, I had one beer, and I think I was pissed. Yeah, that that show was legitimately crazy. That old yeah. guy with the fat lambs, Dude. who apparently just like goes to every lycanthrope show. Yeah, ever. Yeah, that was crazy. Crazy. And then by the end of the night, Jason lost his wheelchair. <laughs> That's right. Because I remember him sitting in the back of that uh, pickup truck yeah. or whatever. He's like. Ah. <laughs> Man, uh, Salvini was standing with him, and then Scotty and Aiden ran over. They're like, "We're taking your chair," <laughs> and then That's they right. just took off. And then uh, Jason was like, "Have Jaeger." I was like, "I don't know what this is." So I was What's like, happening? "I was at day into twenty one. I was like, I'll drink it." And I was like, "That's not nice." <laughs> it tastes, it me. Like, tastes like shit. Yeah, that. See, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that entire yeah. thing. It was very fun. Um, yeah. Good times. A lot of those shows were really fun, like playing Backroom with I Met the Maker. Dude, yeah, and, I remember that. Fuck. And then... Seems like a lifetime ago now. All the right? festivals at New Globe Theatre. Yeah, which was like, fuck, I mean, I lost count at one point. So many, and there were so many bands, and none of them were like at all similar. Oh, dude, yeah. how strange was that, <laughs> that eh? was crazy. Especially when you used to do that thing where it's like, you know, you had the cinema room and yeah. you had the main room. And, and we always boy, played the cinema. Dude. We never got to go to the main never. room. Never. Oh, cinema. No. And we took, Not for the over the, we, we took over the cinema. Yeah. 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 I kind of like the cinema <laughs> one a bit more because it was just like, oh, it's weird. It was probably like half a meter of space to stand yeah. and we just packed it with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah Some of my most sick. awkward performances have been there. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was, we played the first show and I fucked up so bad on the last song. And um, the old singer from Chasing Closure was watching us and I fucked up and then I stopped and he's like, ha. Huh. <laughs> and I was like, man, 
what the fuck? It rolled me so hard. I did not know how to recover from that. I was just like, whoa. You just don't expect it. Yeah, it just, yeah. ha. I was like, oh no. And then they played after us and they didn't fuck anything up. And it was like, yeah, you sitting fun. there like, I was like, oh. You're hunting someday. Yeah. But yeah, venue wise at the moment, I mean, who's kind of taken the. It's just bright size, really. You know? Mammoth sucks fucking ass. I've never played the Mammoth. Nah, I fucking hate that place. <laughs> it looks nice in photos, which is sick, but... Bunch of fucking... Bunch of assholes. Oh. Yeah, because I'm in a second band as well. I'm in another band called Illusionary. Okay. It's just like fucking around type thing. Yeah. And um, we played their sound. I don't think I... Man, that sound guy was the worst. Really? He literally said to me when I got up on stage, I was like, oh, can I just have a touch of compression and a tiny spit of reverb? Yeah. Because I like run it raw and he was like, oh, no, there's no verb. Oh. And I'm like, what do you mean there's no verb? He's like, there's no reverb and it doesn't need it. And I'm like. Yeah, right. And he's sitting, you know, so you've never been there? <laughs> no, no. It's like a fucking $25,000 fucking uh, desk oh, setup yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Fuck. So what I came to conclusion was that he was not at a skill level and he probably got there and was like I've just sat in a fighter jet yeah and I don't know what anything I can turn these things on yeah Yeah. and we're probably all gonna die (laughs) fuck um but yeah it was the worst and then Felix got kicked out really yeah um the promoter said that she assaulted her oh it was this whole fucking thing and Felix didn't because for one Felix is a actual trained trained martial artist she's not a contest you know like hands on a motherfucker they ain't gonna be talking about it (laughs) just put it that way um yeah but the sound the the staff there was all just uh, weird it's like they didn't want you there yeah but they wanted your money oh yeah it's just like yeah I feel dirty yeah no that's fair yeah but um yeah I don't know with the venues it's kind of just like there was always like two good ones like the bright side was for like when the big bands came and they needed more space and the crowbar was like trying to build the locals up and also would take on yeah. the big bands when they came through town it was a it was a beautiful synchronicity I yeah and then like the smaller bands would just play Ricks yeah Ricks and then back in the day it was like Phoenix Art Center yeah which yeah. like is a shame that that place doesn't run anymore <laughs> And then, yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I think it's personally from what I've seen over the years is I just don't think anyone supports anything anymore. Yeah. That's what it, I've seen. There was, I think now it's all changed because every show that I see pop up with bands that like we played with like here and there, they just sell out all the time. Yeah. I like, think people are hungry for it now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Where like they'll go from a bright side show to a Tivoli show yeah I still haven't been to the Tivoli I've been there once to see in Hartswake and the walls were sweating <laughs> it was so hot in there it was that is gross it was wild I remember by the end of the night I started off in the middle I ended up on a wall and I was like these walls are wet like, they shouldn't be wet that's gross this is perspiration <laughs> I was like I don't like that I don't know why I've never been there next time anybody plays they just go that's what everyone always tells me but yeah. then for some reason I'm just here we are not there. Just not there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like the QMAs, you know? It's like, they're yeah, because like, you just were nominated changed. for something for that. Uh, yeah, the heavy category. Fuck yeah. You better be. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> With DZ Death Rays. Oh. You know? So, and I'm not saying I don't like DZ Death Rays, but seriously. Not, he- not heavy. They're not heavy. Not heavy. I think it's just the name, because I feel like 
King Gears yeah, also gets that. Yeah. It sounds Both heavy. dope names. Yeah, they're rad names, but like yeah. when King Gears is up against Polaris, like Polaris wins. Yeah, hundred percent. Every day of the week. It's just like why are you why are you even in the conversation yeah, there? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was awesome. It was um really cool to see our name up on the uh big big screen telly. Fuck yeah. There was a lot of big dogs walking around. Um yeah, it was a good night. It was weird, I just thought, you know didn't felt like didn't, didn't feel like we should have been there kind of thing I just walked in like oh got any tinnies yeah and it was like got any what just the same dude from yeah. the street yeah and there's dudes like everyone's in suits and shit <laughs> yeah. and I'm like ah oh, shit yeah that's so sick yeah. fuck yeah you know and Mills is like oh we should do some networking I'm like dude do you want me to just destroy any like semblance of a possible career you just roll up yeah. just... I'm gonna sit in the corner and I'm gonna smash beer fuck yeah yeah and it was a good night <laughs> So it's like any normal musician would have done. Just 100%. go to a venue, sit right. in the back and just drink. Where's the darkest corner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sick. Fuck yeah. So where'd you get from just screaming and singing to yourself to like wanting to join bands and what was the first band you were part of? So I tried to start my first band in my country town mm-hmm. probably when I was 13. Okay. So... <clears throat> first actual band I was in what I have to say would be Uncle Buck that was the first band that was like doing stuff that went out and actually did band things yeah yeah because I think before that I'm from like country towns as well I think before that it's like you just put together like a Facebook page or like back then MySpace page dude it was MySpace all the way I love MySpace and I wish I wish it was like going as hard as it used to oh dude just go onto my profile and burn the worm starts to play oh dude stomping ground (laughs) so good Um, yeah you made like those pages and then you just like we're gonna do stuff now like it's gonna blow up for us now or something without recording anything exactly writing anything sometimes without even a band name exactly yeah (laughs) we're musicians (laughs) we are musicians we go with like the default name that everybody has it's like tears of blood or whatever the fuck it's like just the most generic like metal name of all time all right let, let's let's do this then all right um what was the first band name uh so the first one i think was glow in the dark glow in the dark. <laughs> it's so bad dude. i can beat it yeah cool sick frantic by association oh yes that doesn't even make any fucking sense <laughs> yeah, cool man dude at least mine's a thing yeah like yeah. legitimately <laughs> like you'd say that to people and they'd be like you just said words yeah they don't it's not a sentence yeah no yeah. you're like full stop <laughs> legitimately yeah that's a sentence yeah. now that's fucking sick man we were really going places too I think I think everybody's <laughs> been there though like the, the you start a band with we your friends to, and then it just doesn't go anywhere and you're like I can play guitar and nobody else can play anything and it's yeah. like fuck yeah cool dude that, that whole dream big thing I mean all my friends I grew up with are all still in the same country town mm. um, still <laughs> punching bucket bongs um, a few glass barbies on every now and then no thank you when uh yeah no god no um yeah and they all hate me because you've done something. I've done something. Yeah, yeah. So, oh well. Yeah, unlucky. Hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glass Barbies. I think you're missing out. Really. You could just yeah, I know. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you only sink so low. Man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. How do you get out of your small town? I know. Fuck me. Man. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the first thing they said to me when I came in was, firstly, I was wearing shoes and I had a watch. Oh. And they go, "Oh, big city man needs to know the time." I'm like, "I own a business. Yeah. I do need to know the time." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh." 
So I got my phone in my hand all the time. It's like, what's the time? Because you got things to do. I got thick wrists. I can't wear watches. <laughs> you do have thick wrists, eh? Are these new tats? Uh, just the uh, right sleeve is like mostly new. It's all Japanese. Yeah, dude, that's hectic. This one up on here. The burning dude. This guy, my burning monk. Yeah, dude, that's fucking this, hectic. This is actually a baby's hand. <laughs> a dead baby's hand. That's what it's meant to be. <laughs> So that's sick. And this guy, he's a cat demon and he kills women, so she's dead. <laughs> Which is fucking sick. And then I got like a little skull boy. So brutal and mortal. Yeah. Nah, I, I got it done by Jamie Randall, who's done like all my other like Jap stuff. Yeah, that's sick. And he was like, I want to do like a dark sleeve, but like not really know what to do. And I was like, I'm your guy. Yeah. I'll yeah. do it. Because I got like all the fucking like Freddy and Michael. And Which is fucking Dexter sick. Shit. Cause I like spooky stuff. Yeah, man. Like my fucking my little Halloween pop and my Manson pop and Rob Zombie. Just spe- it's a big thing that stuff. I yeah, it's fucking hectic. I I don't think I've ever got into that stuff because I physically couldn't keep up. That's fair. Yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of pop vinyls, but I just spot ones that I'm like, that's pretty sick. Yeah, well they look dope. Yeah, I've got my little post my own one down there. <laughs> just, I love him. Man. He's so sick. I love his art, just him as a person, um, as a musician. We saw him live, and it was so fucking good. Yeah. It was like a bunch of kids in front of us, because it was like we were, it was an all-ages show. We were like up the back. There were these kids there, and they started playing like songs off his first album. They were like, what's this? And I was like, get the fuck out, you little grubs. I will come at you yeah, very hard. You're only bro. out here for the singles. Yeah. I want deep cuts. <laughs> Give me that cool shit. He played um. Rockstar, and he started doing like gutturals at the end of it. <laughs> he loves Brutes, it, man. He's so sick because he used to be in like heavy bands when yeah. he was younger, but he just came back out and he was just like screaming on yeah. the floor, and everyone was like, What? And I was like, Fuck, yeah, that's post and That's yeah. what I love about him. He's it's just so like, sick. I'm a B with my B, yeah, just rap and then dude. like do a country song. And the dude's so filthy rich, but he's like so down to earth, yeah, and you're just, like, That's how it should be, yeah. That's a real person. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, not like, I've got money, I'm a fuckwit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're all peasants and that's just it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sick. <clears throat> cool. So, country town to Uncle Buck. To the big smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, I, love smoke. Say, I love saying that to people just as like jokes, like talking like my dad does <laughs> as a joke to people. Yeah. It's so good. Like, if someone's lying, like, you tell the Porky's champion. <laughs> so, I'm glad that Uncle Buck was like your first thing you did because that's where we met. And I'm fucking stoked about that. Yeah, man. I think everybody from like around at that time was like, Wade's just a different kind of animal. Really? Yeah. It was just like the show you put on to me was so fresh and still is now because nobody fronts a band like you do where you used to get down in the crowd with people and like get real and like get in people's faces and like crouch down and just do your thing thanks man I appreciate like, that yeah it was like not rehearsed it felt like super natural and like it was really sick to see it was Thank just you. like refreshing um, I didn't know anyone actually thought that way yeah I think we used to talk about it all the time whenever we'd talk at practice about like the show we had just played and you were on it it'd be like fuck that was so sick like it was fucking awesome do you want to know the truth behind what actually birthed whatever it is because most of the time I don't even really remember yeah yeah it's just like whatever but um it was no shit because everyone was so boring yeah and the thing that happened to me quick because it was the first band I've ever been in that I actually gigged yeah is that you find out real quick that people who come and watch shows most of the time they look 
for you for entertainment yeah because you know that's what it is yeah you are there to entertain people yeah, definitely um and I, I I used to get the shakes and shit I used to get so nervous yeah same and then um I just had I had to do that yeah otherwise people would just leave because I was like fuck man I'm trying to get people to stay and listen yeah, to this watch and then like come back the next time yeah and then it evolved from like you know a need to a like it's just nothing in the world that I love more than <laughs> I don't know if this sounds cliche or stupid yeah, or no. whatever um nothing I love more as well than getting filthy on stage bro fuck it it is like <laughs> I, I like I'm like that as a person yeah um because I have ADHD so it's on your hand I know like, dude I went to the dentist and he was like you better have your fucking blood group on your other knuckles by the time you come in I was like you think I'm coming back here can um what was I saying uh, about playing shows and like getting filthy and loving getting filthy and you have ADHD yeah well because you know people with ADHD it's very hard for us to uh, not talk over people um bounce off the walls 24-7 like right now man even though I'm extremely tired, yeah. I still feel like I need to leash myself. If I had three hours of sleep over three days, I would be... Well, I mean, I'm probably over-exaggerating. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely more than that. <laughs> I just probably wouldn't even be here. A limited amount of sleep over a certain period of time. But it's that whole, like, it feels like it. Yeah, like. I would be ropeable. I would be an absolute lunatic in the complete opposite way. <laughs> Sometimes it happens like yeah, that. Yeah, fuck yeah. But um, on the stage, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I... I've learned to try and holster myself as much as possible for people's sake because, you know, I don't want to annoy people. And, um, yeah, I can be pretty intense as a person. I don't find that. <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> which is which is nice, and I thank you for that. I don't that. know what that says about me, but... Um, I don't know. Yeah, you're a good dude. Thanks, man. You are too. Thank you. Um, like I said, it's good to see you. But on stage, dude, it's just <laughs> yeah. like, not only can I be the most whatever, man, Mm. there would be no judgment because it's just like oh it's a metal vocalist yeah I mean Gigi Allen used to shit on people dude and people literally went there to that to get shit it became a thing it's like I mean I would I mean I probably would too I listen to Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies every now and then dude it's 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 a a spin suck my ass it smells as a track man (laughs) and how he used to hold his own songs to like god level and his brother always said you know there was a two year stint there where we actually never played a song. That's so sick. From start to finish, because we'd just get shut down because yeah. he'd just be shitting on the floor. That's so sick. It's like I feel like that's an underrated band, like dude, extremely underrated dude, band. That cunt is like, he's actually like Manson is like taking taking inspiration from him because like they'll never be GG again, man. No, no, I don't think they could be. I don't even think GG was GG, bro. That's how GG nah, yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a separate identity completely yeah. that yeah. you would create to play live. But um but yeah, thank you for for saying that, man. I appreciate yeah, that. So I do. Um is that's what it's all about, eh? Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, pretty much just turned into absolutely I just do not give a fuck. I think more people need to be like that. They though. do, man. Like So there's like a limitation on like bands that are over rehearsed and we've seen it. Yeah and it just becomes draining after a while it does to hear the same rehearsed banter it becomes sterile yeah and you're like it gets to a point where I don't know if it's like an arsehole thing to say but you know as a musician mm. as musicians who and I, I 
I know you're exactly the same, man. Like, when you create something, it fucking means something. Yeah. Like, you're doing it for that reason. Yeah. You know, otherwise, we wouldn't still be kicking. Yeah, no. This yeah, I wouldn't the game. be still playing guitar at fucking 26 after starting at 13 if I wasn't fucking into no, it. Man, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you see the substancelessness of it all. Yeah. At a point, you're kind of like, this is all just for nothing. Yeah. I think it's changing now. A lot of those bands that were just rinse repeating their content are gone and now bands are like trying to start up different stuff and changing the way they even sound from song to song like I'm not sure if you've been paying attention to days like these no mainly because I'm not on social media yeah. but when anything kind of does happen uh, Dan and Millsy they, they let me know yeah but apparently they're making moves they have been and I remember those kids from Mount Gravatt PCYC they came to a show that we played like yeah wow that was a while ago ages ago Fucking it was like 2017 I think they were still in high school or 2016 because yeah, they're, they're really young those guys yeah, eh? yeah and then they put out that first EP they put out which was like a hardcore thing and now they're doing like a almost like an Ocean Grove thing but not it's like crazy it's heavy and then it's pop and then there's like synthy stuff it's it's really interesting so I think bands are starting to like break away from that smaller like mentality of we've got to be like to, like the word alive and attack attack and all those bands that we grew up with I couldn't agree more, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. Changing you, the game, yeah. Aren't you supposed to be trying to push not only the envelope, yeah. but yourself? Yeah. Like, I think, like, they are, which is sick to see. That, that's like, dope. I'm glad, yeah. to Because that usually when things like that start happening, it creates movement. Yeah. And, and then, then other bands see it happening. Exactly. And they're like, well, fuck. Like, they're changing everything yeah. they did from their first release. Like, yeah. why don't we? We'll try something completely different. And I think Dreg's the same. Yeah, Dreg, Dreg is a good example, and I feel like I want to say another band that's really like Ocean Grove, original Ocean Grove, like the Black Label EP. before the change up. Yeah, yeah that was like Dude. a game changer. Man, I remember listening to that and going, "Yeah, no shit, they're at fucking Unified, yeah. and they hadn't even been a band yeah. for that long." Like, I remember seeing them. I think it was like they were signed by Unified, but they hadn't been announced they were signed yet, and it was. Ocean Grove, Make Them Suffer, and In Hearts Wake oh, at bro. Soul Bar in Maroochydore. And I remember they came out and, like, Dale was wearing a Legionnaire's cap and his mullet was tucked behind his ears and he had, like, knee-high oh, socks. And I was right. just like, this band is fucking yeah. so weird, yeah. but they're so sick. I remember being like, something is going to happen. And yeah. I'm, I'm almost certain it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I think it was, like, the month after yeah. that show they were, like, signed to Unified. Yeah putting out a new song and Dude. I was like this band is gonna fucking change everything that fucking rolled me when when that change up happened yeah I was literally like why yeah something must like something literally has to happen for that to, to take place like that and now it's like I mean fuck I haven't heard the name Ocean Grove I, I've listened to the new album and it's very Limp biscuity, which is like there's some sick riffs but it's a lot of clean vocals. It's not as hard hitting as it used to be, which is like cool, but whatever. Like they're getting played on Channel Seven, so like it's working. I mean, and that's you know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like when pe- people bitch and moan about bands and stuff, and you're like, yeah, but where are they and where are you? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, they are there because for reasons, yeah, probably ch- that you're changed, bitching about. They've changed their sound for success. Yeah. Which like they're not overly changing and it's just no screaming exactly well I mean they they weren't they weren't going to be what they were no because you know that's I you mean, can't say the same thing forever you can't fucking know yeah, no. and you shouldn't want to no 
No. And I think as soon as you become a parody of what you used to be, it's like there's no point in doing anything. Well, there's only a couple of bands that can do that. That's Slayer. <clears throat> Grateful Dead. 100% dude. Yes. Excellent drop, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then I was going to say fucking... Who was I was, was going to say? That's just fucking wrong. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that one takes the cake. Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead the only band that yeah. can parody themselves. That's exactly it. And probably Metallica. And yeah, probably Metallica. Yeah. But yeah. And it's... Very small amount of it. Yeah, no. Even like to go back to the very beginning with the use from their first album to their new album, it's night and day. Yeah. Like and- a couple of sad Amish family boys... <laughs> from Utah to our love letter to grunge music it's been a journey yeah. <laughs> so what was it Millsy put on new Cannibal Corpse the other day right and I was oh, like yeah. dude this is old Cannibal Corpse he's like no it's new it's and I'm like that's thing. what I'm saying it's the same bro. thing it doesn't matter yeah and he was like oh but the production quality I'm like it's exactly the same and we did we put on one from that's like so sick fuck like 15 years ago and I was like it all sounds like it was recorded on a flip phone, bro. Yeah, but that's Cannibal kind of Corpse, and yeah. it's still dirty, and I love it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Same with Black Dahlia Murder. Mm. So good. Sometimes you just gotta like. I love that band, bro. Listen to your black metal and just love it. I do know. Oh, Same with Dimmu Borgir. Oh, that's a good time. And being a kid, thinking Cradle of Filth was the heaviest band on the planet because we've all been there. Metal Hammer told you so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're not that heavy, but I'll put on Twisted Nails of Faith any day and 100%. just and freak the fuck out. I'll always recognise them for what they were, which is a great stepping stone. Yep. you know, and Danny Phil's uh, guest appearance on Viva La Bam, yeah, which was awesome. That was fantastic. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I, I think he knows. Yeah, you know, he's aware. Yeah, he's like. Whatever. Like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I know what this be. Getting paid by MTV. I don't give a fuck. The dream. The absolute fucking dream, fucking man. Earth. That's sick. So, with the new virtues, you're putting out new music soon, I'm guessing. Yeah, so our new drum, I can't announce him yet. Yep. But he's going to learn to set. So, I think this is the last week cool. uh, just to be gig ready. Yep. And then we've got about six or seven tracks on the go, writing wise. Fuck yeah. And then it's. It's, it's hitting the ground, man. Out, yeah. Like, 100%. And for That's the, sick. For the first time, and this isn't me uh, throwing aggression, because I don't do that mm. unnecessarily, you know. Um, first time that all members are level and completely on board. Yeah. That's sick. Um, and it's been, a, it's been a slog, because every time we ever kind of gain momentum, those issues would arise, drama-wise, yeah. and we would fall to shit and that's not me bitching that's just the reality yeah. people don't like that I don't give a fuck that's a fact man drummers will make or break bands Dude, legit. every day of the week yeah. and there's so many bands that have just fallen to nothing because of a drummer legitimately and that's like I've been there like sometimes you just get burnt out like playing the same sort of thing being told what to do because one person wants to write everything and so they're taking opinions on board but I'm sure you guys don't operate we are 100% like a democracy yeah definitely and that's the way that it has to be like if you get outvoted and it's fair you can't question that it's not one person's opinion it's like that's just a fact that's yeah. what's happened but yeah drummers definitely slow things down when you have problems with them yeah well I mean you, you know better than anyone yeah. man like yeah. it can literally go from two weeks two fucking eight months man yeah definitely and then you know that, that does put strain on everybody everyone yeah because yeah, you're not sure when the next practice is going to be until you find a drummer and exactly there's only so much you can write and record 
without having a, a jam. Which was hard, you know, especially when COVID hit. So it was like all those combinations yeah. together. And it was like, yeah, it was, it was getting to that point where I feel like, I know I said to the guys, I was like, man, I'm literally going to give it another three months maximum. And that yeah. was about a month and a half ago. Yeah. Because I was like, look, at the end of the day, we have to be realistic. Yeah. You know, it'll get to a point where you just have to. You just yeah. have to let it go. As much as you don't even want to. Fuck no, I love yeah. I love what I'm doing, man. I love yeah. those guys. They're all fucking awesome. Yeah, I think that changes everything as well, going from like projects where you have trouble agreeing with things to finding a group of guys that are all on the same page and want to do the same thing. Well, you know, it's the communication which is always lacked. Yeah. And it's just when there's no communication, <clears throat> you're pretty much just destined to fail no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Relationship opening a business yeah. fucking anything man um, and just time and time again people just they float into your life and they just say what they got to say mm. and then until they don't want to do what they yeah, don't they, want to do anymore they dip yeah but I think like because it was about the same time Uncle Bucket ended <clears throat> and Fragments had ended a couple of months after that yeah it was it was pretty close together it was yeah. close enough because I think we did like Buck did that last show at Rick's. It was Rick's? No. That Finley put on? No. What was that? Um, our last show, I'm pretty sure, was uh, The Globe. I think I might know. No. No, yeah, it was um, The Pool Bar, Louis. Okay. Fat Louis. Yeah, yeah, Fat Louis. Yeah, That's yeah. right. So that show happened, and then Buck kind of became Bonnie Doom. And well... You- you went away from it yeah. they became what they became they became yeah. Bonnie Doom good on them too eh? yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I think after that we did Misfortune Awaken I Am and then a bunch of other shows and then Flame and Galar with Fragments that's right yeah I remember I came to that show and yeah. Meliorist yeah you came and you got up on stage and did drag with us at the yeah. end yeah man drag <clears> was a that was a it's, that's a hardcore song it's still a banger yeah. <laughs> they come on now when I'm driving and I'm like oh do I skip because <laughs> I feel weird listening to my own music I'm like I do too yeah I'm like I don't know like I know how to play this but fuck do I listen to that yeah <laughs> like, you're like maybe yeah and then Eden's like oh play it for this person I'm like no I can't I, hate I when, can't I hate when Kate does that too yeah. I'm like <laughs> I'm not in a band. <laughs> it's like, I don't even like music. Um, it's like all I breathe for. I'm like, it. I hate it. I just own cats, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then I remember between those, you were doing like some other stuff that with other people that didn't really turn into much, unfortunately, because like it was all sick stuff. And then you hooked up with Alex and it just took off from there, which was fucking awesome to see. Yeah, I think it was the whole... Um, you know, it was meant to be this is what I'm supposed to be doing in life you know yeah. the universe has this weird thing of letting you know when you're on the right path I yeah. think anyway personal opinion yeah um, and I just kind of like that's what I do in life I kind of just try to follow those signs yeah because um, <clears throat> it all came down to the same issues with people you know yeah when I joined Uncle Buck I literally the first thing I said to them on the day was I'm only going to join firstly like if you like like it I was like fuck yeah thank you cool. yeah. but I'm only going to join if you guys are going to be serious Yeah. because I do kind of you know I literally moved from the other side of Australia and yeah. gave up a job on the mines yeah big dollars and I got on yeah. a plane I literally I made the decision that day while I was sitting in my scraper fuck and I was like I said to myself you know <laughs> everyone's dying bitch mm. 
um, and I don't want to I don't want to be this drone rinse and repeat person yeah um, and they were like yeah we're serious but they weren't so I, I told them okay you know I think it was one point there where one of them was saying they only wanted a gig fuck like once in, every couple of months I think I remember you saying that like, I was like when the, the break first happened it's yeah. like you don't want a gig what isn't it fun yeah anyway it doesn't matter I hold no aggression yep. it was that long ago anyway like you know being an adult or whatever which is best for them but um, I told them look that's fine if you only want to gear every now and then uh, I need to look elsewhere Yeah. which means that this is going to become not my priority and I'll only be able to do this when I can Yeah. when really what they wanted to do was they didn't they didn't want to associate with me anymore Yeah. because we just weren't compatible as people yeah I um, I'm brazenly upfront with with myself about things. I know what I'm being a fuckhead, you know. And I demand that the people that I have respect for have the same for me. Yeah. You know, you know I want people to come up and go, "No, oh, you, you you pissed me off, man, when you did that." I'm like, yeah. "Oh fuck, I'm sorry, dude. My yeah. bad." Um, and that all just devolved. Yeah. As it does, because they weren't being real about it. And then uh, they moved on, Bonnie Doom, and I. What did I join? I started a band with Glorm. Yeah. Red Sky Morning. And Matt. And Grips. Yeah. yeah. And this dude from New Zealand. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an right drummer. He was an right dude. Um, and that all just started devolving, as it always does. Yeah. You know? And then I joined Smelly Orist for a little bit. Yep. So, um, <laughs> but anyway... They run their band how they run their band and whether That's fine. whether we agree or disagree to run our bands the same. Well, I mean, my opinion to them was, I don't agree, so I'm yeah. going to get that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was literally at a point, dude, where I was kind of like, for the first time ever, I was kind of like, maybe this is it. Yeah. And then Felix said, oh, Alex from uh, Fragments wants to do just fuck around stuff, playing Knock Loose covers. Yeah. I mean, I could play some filth, let's do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then it just became something. Yeah. With no intention to yeah. be. You just see it, and then you found Zeke and Dan, and yeah, it went from there. And then you've had Matt fill in when Zeke's yeah. not there, which is he's great. Dude, he's he's, he's a, a solid man. He is such a fucking sick bass player. He's a good bass player, isn't he? Yeah, and he's a good dude. He I think it dude. took me a, a little bit to like realize that he's a tweaker. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's like <laughs> grips. Grips is realistic as well. Same yeah. as I. I'm an intense person, and grips. It's like. He is who he is and sometimes people don't understand him. Yeah, I think you need to like have a couple of conversations with him yeah. and you get his personality yeah. and then you're like, all right, you're cool. Yeah. Like you just, you're a bit different personality wise, but everybody's different. Yeah. So like whatever. Exactly. And once you get past that point, as you know, like the dude is, fuck, he's one of my best mates. He's great. Fucking heart of gold, that bloke. Yeah. He, man, so many times Virtues has, like something's happened like, like one time uh, when we played with Saviour, Zeke was sitting there and I'm like, you know, we're on about five minutes. You look a bit frazzled for the first time. And he's like, yeah, my bass isn't working. I'm like, oh, something happened. And Chris was just like, I'm in the car. Went and got his shit. Got back just in time. Fuck, he's a Literally legend. saved the fucking He's a legend. So I have uh, nothing but fucking time for that bloke. Yeah. And now he's doing his own thing. Yeah, he's loving it. Yeah. He's, he's loving it. playing an Aerodyne, which I'm fucking jealous of. Yeah, man. The bass is sick. Man. I'm a gear fiend. I know. I just fucking love it. I got all these. And I got this is nice, one man. in the car as well. And my camper. <laughs> People don't understand, bro. Nah. Just like, 
I could talk about guitars every day of the week. And it's just like, yeah, you, but you already got a dope one. It's just like, yeah, but the, yeah, you they're don't. All, they're all tuned differently. It's like, you don't, you don't understand. Yeah. Right? And then I decided I needed a shitty acoustic. Yeah, we've all been there. So I, I went there a couple of months ago I and I don't get, regret it. I had to get a shitty acoustic so I could play Marilyn Manson songs. Exactly. Because, you know, we're adults and that's what we do with our spare time. Yeah. I go out to the backyard and I play guitar to Bozo. <laughs> and the neighbors listen to The Offspring way too loud. And I, I hate it. I feel like you've got a beautiful ecosystem it's going, great. mate. It's great. It's self-sustaining environment. It is. It is. Yeah, it's good um, shit. It's all you can dream for. But yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said that Kings of Heart show coming up, which is fucking sick. Once again, just playing like killer shows when you just play shows. Yeah, it's been weird. It's yeah. still strange to me. It's sick. It's like this was the band that was meant to take off for you. Yeah, I, I feel like it has potential. Yeah, it definitely has potential. And I feel like we. I mean... I'll bleep that out uh, if you want. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, with bleep on. Yeah. God damn it. It's I'm, empty. Empty. I'm not going to tell anybody. Um, I, for the first time now, 110%. Yeah. It's not a matter of if, but when. I don't know if that sounds like a... No. Uh, you need the confidence to go into a new release to yeah. know that it's going to work out well. Because, yeah. yeah, I just I feel like it's got it. And I feel like we're good live. Yeah, 100%. Live. A hundred percent. Before like COVID and everything went on, you were my favorite local band to oh, see live because it was just always tight. It was never bad. Dan and Alex are fucking insane together. I appreciate that, man. And they 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 would appreciate yeah, that as well. They are crazy guitar players, like <laughs> mental. It's it's funny because behind the scenes, bro. Yeah, we're just winging it. Fuck, because <laughs> like like. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're those type of people where it's just like, you, get, you got an exam due, right? And you've got a month to do it. And we're like, yeah, sick. And, and the next minute the, you're like, the dude. The next day. The day before, yeah, yeah. 100%. And then you rock up and then you do it and somehow you pass and you're like, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we're here. Also, the Cat Cafe is sick. Thanks, man. Big fan, especially when I was watching Netflix at 11 o'clock at night and saw it on Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> dude, we had a lot of people message, message us that night, <laughs> eh? So fucking good, man. Um, yeah, they're like, dude, dude, she- I just seen yeah do you know you're on Netflix I was like well well, yeah Yeah. they were there filming I didn't know it was like was it SBS or ABC or whatever the fuck I think it was ABC yeah I didn't know it was Um, on that until you told me yeah it was it was yeah it's weird yeah because like we were watching it and we were just like watching weird shit at like weird times of night like we I think the the night before we binge watched last one laughing till like (laughs) three in the morning that is a decent episode, yeah. my friend <laughs> we were just like oh what's this show we'll put on an episode and then some guy has a dick jacket we're like invested you've got to watch the whole thing now I'm just impressed yeah. <laughs> I don't think I laughed that hard I tasted blood <laughs> as soon as he came out with the jacket covered in yeah. dicks and he's like sucking on them yeah. I was done sound of seatbelt yeah. <laughs> I was done I was like this is sick but yeah, we were watching that and I saw it and I was like, holy fuck. And Ethan's like, what? And I was like, that's the cat cafe. And she was like, what? And I was like, check this shit out. I went back and then watched the rest of it from there. And I sent you a text and I was like, cunt, why the fuck is your cat on Netflix or some shit like that? It was like so aggressive at that time of night. And then you were like, oh yeah, that happened. It was like a couple of months ago. I was like, what? We totally forgot mean? about it. So sick. And then yeah, all the messages come out of nowhere and we're like, oh, because we don't really like watching Netflix or nothing so yeah. I'm like oh you're sick they <laughs> aired it <laughs> it's so good it's sick and then after that we watched the whole episode or the whole season and Eden was like I have high expectations for Valentine's Day 
and I was fucked after that. So I'm sorry. I can't rent a bus. I'm not a bus driver. Some of these people are just uh, ruining it for the rest of yeah, us, bro. I don't like it. You know, can't I just can't we just chill? Low expectations. <laughs> I'm a simple man. Yeah. Can we just go to a Korean place? No, dude, it's all right. That's Steve, even that's a little bit. It's too hot. You know, I mean, cool. if, do I have to get out of the car? Chinese like? food delivery. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. It's all the past. <laughs> that's, that, that's love. Yeah, that's it. You know? Yeah, nothing says love like a fried rice. <laughs> and how about you, man? Yeah, I mean, it's just the same shit every week. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that a lot. And musically, what's what's happening? It's you just, make moves or what? I'm planning to make moves. I've got a good crew now, which is sick of committed people. And then, yeah, just sort of planning everything, recording as we go. Now that I've got my new bass, I can tune it to G properly and not have to worry about breaking anything. It's always helpful. Just a big long boy. <laughs> big long boy, <laughs> it's eh? so long. I've got the <laughs> thickest strings on it. They're like honestly like boat ropes I love that they're dude. so thick and like I told you man whenever you guys are playing live or anything like your boy's there fuck yeah um, and like I don't know if this means anything because I I don't have anything or you know <laughs> I, I don't do anything really but if you ever need a hand with anything yeah you know like I don't know, someone running merch or something and I got the oh. knife free I'm there bro sick you're a fucking legend that's all good man always it's a fun time like yeah. talking shit to, to to fellow uh, pedestrians yeah <laughs> fuck yeah sick well we've been going for almost an hour and a quarter so Brad we might do your top five favourite bands and wrap it up top five favourite bands and probably why ah uh, fuck we'll get into details um well the used mainly because that, that's, that is literally number one yep. for me um, because I literally wouldn't be a vocalist without yeah. without Bert. Yeah. It traces all the way back. Yeah. Literally. Bert is the birther. Yeah. And I would have to say Fit for an Autopsy takes the second. Interesting. Um, because and not so much like the vocals are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like Joe is a beast, but I think the composition that Will Putney does, it's like the man just knows like filth mm. with legs. It, he's yeah. he's the man. Um, and yeah, they their music invokes weird things in me. It's fucking sick. Yeah, it's like, like emotions. Fit for an autopsy is fucking sick. Dude, oh my god, man! First yeah. time I heard Salt Wound, I was just like, oh my god, someone punched me in the fucking face. <laughs> um, and then I'd have to say, uh, Lamb of God. Um, a lot of people tend to think that they've been a big influence on me, mm. but I actually can't. I never even listened to a Lamb of God song until I joined Uncle Buck. Really? And about a year in. Hectic. Yeah, it was carpet. I was listening to them when I was in high school. I know. Like grade nine. Everyone was. I don't know what the fuck happened to me. Walk into geography, listen to Fake Messiah. Oh man, get it done, <laughs> son. I wasn't fucking <laughs> I was like, I want the fucked up shit. But um, yeah, and then uh, they're obviously fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, fuck, who else? Another two. Parkway, old Parkway man, it's just yeah. like just bangers for days, man. The dude just drop off. They just fucking knew what they were doing. Yeah, and it was like honestly the model, the band model that I always wanted, which I don't think even exists anymore. Which is they just got in the van, and they around. just went to yeah, but fuck nowhere yeah. towns, and they just played halls and stuff. Yeah, to kids, and then dude selling shirts, Parkway shirts everywhere. It was just like they are 
what I would consider to like on a personal mm. like level what I wanted to be band wise yeah and then the last one that's a tough one well why do you think of that we'll go to Parkway again okay and where do you drop off on Parkway because I think everybody has a different spot of where Parkway is where do you drop off Atlas what as in you didn't like that album or I liked after that, that I liked that one the one after that I wasn't that into exactly same yeah because Atlas had like all the big chants and like cool drums and like everything you would expect but breakdowns better. yeah yeah it was like they'd refined everything Adam D was teaching them oh, dude he, I love years that, ago dude. fuck he's a wild oh, man, man I may as well even just say kill switch no I'm not gonna do that uh, <laughs> unless Maybe. it's Howard kill switch but yeah, I don't know yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so your Atlas as well Atlas is Same. the last one that yeah. is like fucking that's Parkway yeah yeah. because for me I feel like um, pretty much that run that run mid run they were starting to go over and do Wacken Festival yeah, all the European like, yeah they were getting like heaps of steam on the summer festival oh, run dude and I mean a metalcore band or even like a deathcore band in like Europe it's like Pussy music, I yeah. guess. I mean, they got yeah, people yeah. literally burning down churches yeah. for film clips. Yeah, yeah. Cash, cash as yeah. far, as you know. But um, yeah, once they started doing like European rock, I mean, I don't hate Parkway. No. It's just that... That's not for you anymore. That's not me anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's not them, it, but I feel like they've evolved into yeah, it. Yeah, it's what they are now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they, they couldn't be... It's weird to make... Boneyards forever. Exactly, but... As much as Boneyards and Dead Man's oh, Chest. Fuck Dead Man's Chest is probably my favourite parkway track. Yeah, especially when it's in Big Les Show. Oh, dude. <laughs> so good. Wolf got my shoes. And oh, then mate. Dead Man's Chest is yeah. playing in the background. It's fucking hectic. It's genius. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know if I have a fifth. <laughs> That is actually a fucking tough one. Hmm. I got nothing. Nothing. Four, and that's it. Yeah, I think four that, like, actually fully, like... Shape you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, outside of, like, Brutes and that, I'd say, like, Jeff Healy. Okay. You know, Blind Man on a guitar. Sick. Because uh, I listened to a lot of blues when I grew, like, was growing up when okay. I was real young. That was going to be one of my first questions, but I was like, do I dive into like pre-knowing what music is? Because I think as kids, like we hear music our parents listen to yeah. and whether that shapes what we listen to forever or when we're older. Well, we can talk about that if you want. If you want to. Dude, I'm I, I, I'm only ready to leave when you say get the fuck out of my house, bro. <laughs> like, dude, like, I'm not even joking, man. Like, it is actually fucking good to see you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fucking sick. Yeah. It's really good, man. <laughs> yeah. So when we see each other we have massive chats yeah and then we don't see each other for fucking ages Dude. and then we pick up where we left it's off it's like I seen you like fucking yesterday nothing. exactly yeah and I I appreciate that as a friendship same man because it's I like do. I can see people every day and build a friendship long term but like we used to play shows together and we'll when we see each other it's like we've seen each other every day Dude. it's like nothing yeah it's fucking sick that's why I'm so stoked that you fucking asked me to come I was like yeah. oh, man I don't know if he wants me on there the first time I was like I'll do a solid for my boy yeah fuck yeah <laughs> but yeah let's dive into that then cool um, so what did you your parents listen to when you were younger <laughs> there's a lot of Paradise City oh Jane, Jane, oh, yeah, right. yeah. So there was a lot of that. There Shit. was a lot of blues, man. Cool, mainly. Fuck yeah. Um, it's weird because my dad is like probably 
he's the biggest musical influence on me, mm. but he's like a tone deaf individual. Fuck yeah, that's sick. Yeah, he he <laughs> just it's like he's wandering in in a dark room. Yeah, with a blindfold on, just going like, eh? yeah. He he once told me when I first when I first sent him up an Uncle Buck track, he goes, ah. Oh. I was like, don't do that. Yeah. You just fucking tell me. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, thank fuck. Look, mate, sounds like a cement mixer. And I fucking hate it. Yeah. I was like, dope. But <laughs> the music that he listens yeah, yeah. to, yeah, man, blues, like all the, I feel like I grew up on music that meant something. That's fair, yeah. 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 Cool. Um, man, what about you? Uh, so mine's weird. Oh, I love it, man. It's it. fucking weird. Um, my old boy's the same, hates the music I play, but he came to our first show. And I love that. He dude. was so stoked. Dude, that's he, he so good. Was, he was like, can't hear what that cunt's saying at all. <laughs> but, but I'm proud as fuck. But you did a good job. <laughs> and I was like, sick. That's fucking cool. Uh, so he listens to country music exclu- okay. exclusively. Are we talking old country or new so country? Both. And the only way he will swap to anything else is if it's Johnny O'Keefe. <laughs> that's the one required. So it's country music. And then, like, old rock and roll. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, and then he talks about, like, his childhood, like, he was a greaser. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, we used to bash hippies. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's, like, 70. And, like, last year, he just dropped some dude in the truck stop for no reason. He's a wild man. I love this, He's man. crazy. Um, so he listens to country music and old rock and roll. But my mum, who I have a shit relationship with, when I did live with her... Right here, man. Same. She used to listen to Cher oh, and dude. Celine Dion. All absolute void of anything. Dion's fucking tough. Dion had chops. Yeah. If she I could, turn, if I could that. turn back time from Cher. Actually, yeah. That's a bop too. Yeah. Yeah. And they would like play the Wiggles for me. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. But then you find out the Wiggles used to be a punk band. The Cockroaches. That's tough as fuck. So dude. maybe I was born to be this way. Like, 100%. The Wiggles man. planted the seed yeah. for fucking metal and they pop. probably don't even realise but they've done they probably created so many musicians 100% yeah I, I mean I definitely want them yeah well when I saw that like back when they were a band and Anthony used to play drums I thought he used to hit the bass drum with the stick <laughs> and I was like he's so quick like I can't even see him doing it like this is crazy and then I buy a drum kit at 8 and I'm like oh it's a pedal like that changes everything the wiggles fucking yeah. lie didn't they yeah Anthony from the Wiggles is a liar <laughs> yeah man so your father was the biggest influence no. or was it literally a combination of both I don't think it was that I think it was like I didn't like country music because he was so into it is it because he like was so into it yeah like, like it was man. like that's all he listened to and anything else was trash so when did you start getting into heavy music then what was what was your in like transition into that so because now I'm interested from <laughs> from you saying that now okay no, I didn't want this to be about me at all but I love it <laughs> uh, so I think I got like a Hot Wheels comp keep going, keep going, keep going. I'll just stop for a second no that's all good um, so I got like a Hot Wheels compilation CD this is already point. this story is just getting better and better and it had like Rose Tattoo on it like oh, yeah. Angry Classic. Anderson yeah. <laughs> like, um, like ACDC always a banger Nickelback <laughs> I don't mind some Nickelback songs. Nickelback too, can be fucking sick. I mean, it's like we were saying before. They got famous for a reason. Yeah. Like, they do a cover of Sad But True from Metallica, and it's so much heavier. I have not heard it, but I'll have to check it, it out. It is so sick. Yeah. Um, so that, 
and then I was just like, oh, music's just a thing. I never really took any notice of it. It was just like there. And then I remember a <clears throat> VH1 countdown of the top 100 emo songs love of it. all time. And it lasted from Friday night to Sunday afternoon. Oh, man. I would have been strapped in from fucking... <laughs> oh, I was. Yeah. So, like, my sister would watch, like, other stuff, and I'd be like, can we go back to VH1 just real quick? I want to see what number we're on. And it was like... Simple Plan, Papa Roach, which is, like, not emo at all. Evanescence. And there was this one song that kept coming up every ad break. And it was... It ended up being the number one song. But I think, like, the top five were, like, My Chemical Romance, Good Charlotte. The Rain and Dogs, yeah. Yeah. And then number one, the song in every ad break was I Caught Fire from The Used. Literally, man. They are what emo was. 100%. Everyone else was, like, kind of there or poses. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, my school, after I found out about that, I was like, what is that? Yeah. So I got on LimeWire. <laughs> Dude, LimeWire. Just straight up infected my computer. I was oh. like, what's that? That song's called I Caught Fire. I'm going to download that. I'm going to download every song they have. There were songs that weren't even from them that said it was from them. And I listened to them all. Yeah. Uh, there was like even 801 Underground on there, like the demo. <laughs> the Wild West of the internet days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, and then from there, I was like, oh, I'll watch videos of them on YouTube. And then that led to My Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy. And then that led me to Marilyn Manson somewhere. Dude, I think I had the same kind of transitions yeah. as well, man. Fallout Boy was definitely in there. It like, was in there. One of the, the cork tree or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. But like then when they put out the... Uh, whatever infinity on high that album my school got into that for the one week and then after that week it was taylor swift for like a year but that one week i was popular and i was like you like fallout boy check out this and i was like the motor dolls and they were like what and i was like same thing it makes sense <laughs> yeah, I'm like to me same thing yeah um but yeah, and then I was like not cool at all after that. But the used definitely sparked, it, and then it just led to like wildness and Metal Hammer magazine just and kept, that's where the slope kept goes dragging in. me further in, and I, I was know. like bleeding through. What yeah. oh, cradle dude. of filth? What man? You're like I'm. I'm literally dragging my nuts through glass yeah. right now. <laughs> Couldn't be happier. Yeah, it's great. You know? So, when when was the actual moment where it came from being a music lover mm. to wanting to be a musician and did you always just want to be a bass player first up or were you actually wanting to do drums so that's always interested me when I started playing drums I was like eight so drums were that was the first thing it was before the used which is so weird to me so wait did you did you go I want a drum kit for Christmas yeah I was like oh my birthday and Christmas are like two weeks apart can I just get a drum kit for both at eight I love that yeah And the year before that, I was like, I just want Dragon Ball Z toys. Same. This now. There's Krillin right next to you. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I literally watched the series. That's dope. Yeah. And I've also got the Dragon Ball Z Adidas. Fuck yes. I've got the Vegeta and Majin Buu. You can't go wrong with DVD. From man. Japan. Dude, that must have... No, Eden's sister was in Japan. Oh, man, I and love she that. was like, they have me. I was like, can you buy me both? You know I love a good buy. <laughs> Sick. Um... But yeah, so eight just started playing drums. I wanted to play drums. I didn't know how. I was self-taught playing drums. And it was literally just out of nowhere. It was just like... Yeah, I, was like, I just want I want a drum kit. No wonder you got some fucking rhythm about you, bro. Like, yeah. that's why you're so good at yeah. like, the composition. I've been playing drums for a long time. Like, off and on. Not consistently, because, like, obviously things come and go and people but change. To, to cut in your butt for one second, <laughs> yeah. man. You, you are a good drummer. Thank you. 
You are. I never thought so. I, was, I know you. you I was told all constantly. Time. I was a bad drummer. Well, who told you that? Other drummers. Yeah, well, they're you know, you know what it probably was. <laughs> it's probably that whole thing where it's like this guy's actually pretty good. I don't know. I've got to put him down. I don't know. I got good once we started playing to a click when it was no click. Yeah, clicks change shit. I was a fucking. They make bullshit. you know. It's just like and then you go to inies and you're like. Every one of us can hear so clearly. Yeah, I was the only one playing with in ears. Well, yeah, yeah, the entire time I was the only one playing to a click. Wow. Yeah. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah. So if I was in time. Everybody else was in time. Yeah. And that's how I looked at it. But like, I've got a video from the first show we played, and it's fucking bad. Especially when we played that Katy Perry cover. I used to enjoy that, man. I've been told that so many times, but I look back and I'm like, why did we do that? Well, to be honest, man, like I felt like it was a good break. I think it was smart, and it it did, man. It used to get people Invested. from the beer garden, yeah, yeah. Like you'd see them just come in, because and we didn't change any of the lyrics. It was like the first line was Zach yeah. singing a, a thing and pretty without any makeup on, or That's whatever right. the fuck. And he was a pretty, he man. was pretty with no That's makeup right. on, yeah. But it was good. I yeah. liked it. Thank you. But yeah, you used to tell me all the time because I, you know, used. To always come up man because I did I enjoyed every time he's played and you'd be like nah it was shit yeah, but I've, that's the self you know if I, I fucked up as well if I fucked up I was a fucking nightmare to be around yeah, I was, yeah. I'm kind of the same I think, I think I got a classic like good set and I just was like fuck off and walked past <laughs> I was like not having this you ever look fake me in the eyes. good set shit anymore <laughs> you tell me the truth yeah. you son of a bitch yeah, I was like I know I fucked up and it was in front of Chris Burt of all people see it I'm done yeah so then when was the transition to bass? Um, at 12. Yeah, because of the used. That was the used. And oh, they have a role model, man. Yeah, fucking Jeff hell. Howard. Dude, the guy yeah. was... He made bass cool. Yeah, yeah. Even now, like, I've got a P bass because of Jeff Howard. Yeah. Like, I was like, he played P basses for, like, the first two years of the used. Which was, like, weird in that style of music as well. Yeah, because, like, it was, like, everyone was playing, like, Warwick's at that time it was like really weird but yeah he was just like I'm and that was more of like a punk thing yeah he's like I'm gonna play a Fender yeah like, I don't give a fuck I mean oh Jeff so good so that's when you picked it up yeah and then guitar a year later because of Marilyn Manson which is also a banger yeah. until but, he went well, he's apparently the worst human being alive and I I believe it yeah, um, I truly do as well but um it's not from John 5 the guitar from Manson it was 2007 and he had Tim Scold in his band who used to be in KMFDM and that's when they did that was before he started doing heavily on the covers and stuff wasn't it uh, or was that the era where that started no it was um, so it was his last like sort of it was the transition album from the heavy stuff to the more bluesy stuff once the money started really rolling in yeah so like he'd done like Mechanical Animals and Antichrist Superstar and Hollywood mm. and then he did Golden Age Grotesque which was like the burlesque like World War 2 vibe album and then after that because it was just like this Swedish dude that played a firebird which is so fucking weird with like a leather skirt and a blonde mohawk and I was like this guy's sick like I want to be that guy so I'm going to play guitar to be that guy that's awesome yeah, didn't yeah. he like end up like leaving one of the main things was because Manson used to like literally like 
physically like kicking me shit on stage. Yeah. And he was like, dude, yeah. sometimes like I, I think so. I just couldn't play guitar the next day because yeah. he would literally fucking throw a glass bottle at me. I've seen videos of him kicking John Five and he just like throws his like two thousand dollar telly yeah. on the ground. He's like, I will yeah. fucking fight you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And then listening to podcasts with him being like, he used to send girls to my hotel and piss on my pillows. And I was like, when I heard that- And I was, was like, like casual, that wasn't yeah, for jokes. I, when I heard that, I was like, what a fucking shit thing to do. And then expect to be cool the next day. Yeah. Like, I'd be livid. Like, literally just glaze through it like, what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. It's like, that's not a thing to gloss over. But yeah, that's where my transition was of like, played music beforehand. I remember playing, I remember learning Joker and the Thief on drums. Dude, that's dope, man. I love that, dude. Just from listening to it. That is a good, that's a good track, man. It's so funny to listen back to that now. It's like Wolf Mother Willie huge, but I'm not sure why. Yeah. Same as like Thirsty Mac. Uh, listen here. Right. <laughs> Mike, tumbling <laughs> on the ground. I was watching Maths a couple of months ago and the guy from Thirsty Merc was on Maths. But like season five, like as we went back and watched a bunch of the old ones to see like the pinnacle of the freaks. Because my life's essentially watching freaks on TV, like 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I love that shit just as weird as people can get on TV that's what I want yeah I want to see it too yeah it's fucking sick but Homeboy from Thirsty Merc was like I'm gonna play a song and I don't even think he played in the summertime he just played something else hello yeah. if I'm seeing Thirsty Merc I want in the summertime cause that's where I want to be that's right yeah otherwise I'm getting a refund yeah fuck everything else so I know I'm like hijacking this right now yeah you are asking you, you have yeah. but I'm gonna ask one more <laughs> okay uh, and that is so why do you like playing the style of music that we play? Um, Specifically. So heavy music overall mm-hmm. and where I'm at now for the type of, like the specific subgenre of what I'm playing now are different answers. Okay. But I wanted to be Jeff Howard. I was like, one day I'm going to play in a fucking sick band and we're going to play whatever the fuck we want and it's going to be real sick I'm going to play bass or guitar or drums because I can play all three and then it was like seeing that was like a goal for me to have where other kids were like when I'm older I want to do this like I want to be a nurse or a fucking accountant and yeah, shit yeah. and I was like I want to be that specific guy <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be Jeff Howard I love that yeah. as the answer <laughs> yeah. thank you that was probably the, that was better than I could have I think it's just a real answer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I love it. It's so sick. But then the specific subgenre is like, because I've done the not sure what it is sound before, and now it's like I want to hone in on something that sort of molded what I listen to every day more. Because yeah. like once I'd started digging deeper into like Australian music, I discovered bands like Buried in Verona, and which I still reckon that dope as fuck man one of the most underrated Australian yeah. bands of all time yeah. and it's a sh- it's a crime that they're not together anymore dude N- Notorious B.I.V that album so good it's still like in my top 20 rotation it's fucking sick I don't listen to Barry and Verona every day of the week dude um, like Hanging Hose by Their Toes I remember hearing that so first great. being like Jesus Christ Go Go Gadget Suicide is <laughs> so sick also I remember being like these cunts are Australian <laughs> yeah. that actually makes me proud <laughs> yeah it's so good um yeah that's dope yeah so that's the reason then yeah I think finding bands that are a bit more like off trend is more my thing I'm the same yeah I think in terms of like that's where you're gonna find the most real yeah 
Or like the most creatively free. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the whole point. People like put boundaries on themselves, you know? It's just There's like, no point. I mean, like I love Violet's murder, but it's like they have pigeonholed themselves. They've yeah. done obviously doesn't doesn't matter because it's Violet's murder. Yeah. But it's like I lost interest to their releases after um, Desolation. Yeah. I mean, once Hoarder with Chainsaw came out. Which is still the best song, even though he did uh, not write it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hoarder with Chainsaw yeah. fucking slabs. I do like the um, Holy War album, though. That yeah, is, Holy War is that, good. That is good. But it I think, good. like, that was more like their label put more into that than anything else they've done. Yeah. And I kind of feel like Holy War was like, that was the pinnacle. They refined it. That's that's where it ended they yeah. couldn't refine it anymore no. and then now it's just the same it's the same like oh we're gonna write Holy War again yeah and that's pretty much what it is yeah. Sa- same as like when I heard um, Earthwalker and Skydancer yeah. I was like I don't know Skydancer to me still to this day like doesn't really even interest me even though Earthwalker is a way more influential album 100% man yeah Skydancer's sick with like the back end with like Cottonmouth yeah, Cottonmouth actually is a pretty good damn track, eh? And I do enjoy Vigil's part from the Ghost Inside in Skydancer. True. Yeah. True. That, like, is a, just, like, a freshness yeah. to that band that I think that needed. Well, she, yeah, I would agree. Where Earthwalker was, like, from start to finish, I just dig that whole yeah, that it, whole release. It starts off with, like, the toughest intro. Oh, I do. Yeah. Makes just just wanna... straight drums, and it's like, this is fucking You just want to tell your missus to get in the room so you can just fight. Yeah. <laughs> to fight. <laughs> Who? Well, she would be me. I'm oh. just going to clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Well, that's it. That's it. Thank you. Sorry, man. Thank I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, man. I'm good. I dig this. It's this is fun. cool. It's fun. It's very fun for a first one. I think it's very, very fun to do. Well, I hope that I have been entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it would be. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Do you have any ideas or? Uh, like for these? Yeah, for like yeah, Are you just like winging it, cruising. I don't it? think I'm like I'm gonna look around to like get some other people on smaller bands, big bands, like. Not like reach out of my fucking wheelhouse, but like as as big as like I could find. Yeah, cool. Would man. be willing to do it. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. Yeah. This is um, this is actually was pretty like fairly professional. Yeah, and I'm, I'm saying that <laughs> the the deduction comes from me being in the room. No, no, definitely you say not. that. Yeah, no, I mean it. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully it just like keeps going and like I just want to like try and get more attention on what's happening in this state because now the shows are getting to a point where people give a fuck again yeah and I'd like to see that continue to happen same which would be great especially when like Virtues are playing shows again and What I'm Doing is playing shows and yeah I'd love to see it just carry on like even today a show got announced for Polaris it's like a regional show. Yeah, dope. At Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast of like like met capacity. Yeah, and which then, is a big deal. Yeah, Apartheid booked a show at Brightside and met capacity. I like that band. It's they're fucking so sick. I think like they're they're about to put out some more stuff. Like they put out I think a single or two now. Are they still fucking around with that Japanese um, uh, label that they signed to? I don't know. Because that, that fucked them over for a couple of years, so... It, I don't think so anymore then. That's good. Because they're putting stuff out now, and it's like... 
I, I would say they are the deftones of the Brisbane scene. I actually, dude, that is the best way to put it, man. Yeah. I agree 100% they're, with that. They're like, they're heavy, but they're so different to yeah. what everybody else is doing that no one can touch them. It's, and that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to listen to something when I get home. Yeah. I haven't heard so any good. of their stuff for ages. So good. It comes on my, like, when I'm driving around, I'm like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> it's so fun. I love that moment, eh? That's so You're like, if anyone's seeing me right now, they just be like, I'm going to steer clear of that. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, the breakdowns <laughs> like, and this what? and you're like, oh, the weirdness and all <laughs> I love it. So good. But I'm just going to keep rattling on. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I good, really... Man. Thanks for doing it. Fucking appreciate it. Fuck yeah. Sick. <laughs> cool. And that's it. Another episode of the Heavy Sweater Podcast in the books. I was completely caught off guard when the user was brought up. Um, as I said in the intro, this was the first one I recorded, so I didn't expect the used one of my favorite bands, the used, to be brought up and it be such a prominent topic in the very beginning of this episode. And in the episode, Wade let slip that Dane is their new drummer, uh, and since recording this, because I think this was recorded in like May or something, uh, they've since announced that he is in the band full time. So go check Virtues out on all their social media platforms and all the streaming platforms. My personal favorite song of theirs is their latest single, Double Think. It fucking slaps. It's such a sick song. Um, And I would say go follow Wade on social media platforms, but he literally doesn't have any. Um, In the episode, he shows me his new phone, and it's like a little brick phone. It's fucking wild. But yeah, check out the Lucky Cat Cafe on social media and even in person. Great stuff they're doing there. With the cats and the coffee and the the vibes, it's good shit. And if you haven't yet, hit subscribe on the podcast wherever you listen to get it in every single week. If not, just keep getting it however you get it, I guess. Um, And if you want to tell your friends about it, help this thing grow, that'd be excellent. It's the only way to get the word out quicker than, I guess, any other way. And if you're in a band and you want to be on, hit me up on the Heavy Sweater Podcast Facebook or if you request a guest... I'll try my hardest to get them on, and you can do that by hitting me up on the Heavy Sweater Podcast Facebook. Thanks.